As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Investigate Earth Podcast. This is going to be day two, a recap of day two Ghislaine Maxwell trial that is taking place in New York. And, um, you know, we had last night's episode of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial day one. We basically just kind of recapped what exactly happened, which was not a ton of stuff that happened yesterday. There was open arguments. Uh, they called the first witness yesterday and, um, and you know, the usual stuff they do in these cases. But tonight and today, we're going to briefly go over what happened on day two. And as we know, with trials, there's things that happen. And uh, but, you know, especially in the beginning of trials, it kind of is slow going. And, you know, you don't get as much information right at the beginning because everybody's kind of doing their, you know, their procedures and how they're going to do things and everything else happened. The Kyle Rittenhouse trial happens with everything. So but they were able to call more witnesses today. And um, but we're specifically we've had requests from our listeners to talk about the corruption aspect a little more uh, in depth today. So we're going to talk about that and um, and talk about the specifics of who who is who, what this could mean for the trial, what this could mean for the outcome of the trial and uh, what would be the point of some of the people they've appointed and uh, what this could mean for the whole situation. So I am your host, Chad, alongside my beautiful wife, Sherry. Hello, guys. How are you? Um, and just to add a little bit, with Chad said yesterday, I think it was the plane, the pilot that yeah, was a witness first, yesterday. Yeah. And today, I, do you know how many witnesses it was mm-mm, today? Mm-mm. But we know for sure one of the Jane Does was a witness today. And yeah, one of the females. Yeah, the, um, one of the females. Fourteen. She was mm-hmm. fourteen years old. She testified today. 
And um, so we're going to recap basically what happened today briefly. We're not going to go, you know, an hour on everything that happened today. But we are going to recap at least, you know, to let you guys know. And and honestly, there wasn't a ton of stuff that happened today, uh, with the exception of calling the witness and um, and all that. So basically, an accuser testified today that she received payment from Epstein Victim Fund. Um, she also testified that uh, what happened when she had went to the mansion in uh, Palm Beach. And all of that was kind of taking place today. So the first uh, Maxwell and Epstein accuser took the stand today and said she received a multi-million dollar payment from a victim fund set up by financiers estate. Because of that, the accuser identified as Jane told Assistant U.S. Attorney Allison Moe that she agreed to dismiss a civil suit in 2020 that she brought against Maxwell and Epstein. Jane said she ultimately received more than $2 million from the fund and added that she had no financial stake in the outcome of Maxwell's criminal trial. So, obviously, <clears throat> these victims were trying to be paid off through the funds. Um, you know, she she's basically saying that she, does, she doesn't really care what happens with the Maxwell trial or not. And I guess that is something they, they mm-hmm. have to kind of dig into a little bit, especially since she's been paid. You know, will she fully cooperate and will she actually say what really happened? Uh, and all that, you know, the similar situation with Gage Gerskortz, uh, in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, because he was suing the city for $10 million. So obviously, you know, that was something the defense brought up in that case was, oh, well, you know, you know, how likely are you to win the case and actually make money off the city if, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse is found guilty of murder in this? And it would have been, he would have had a, a, a much greater possibility of, well, to be honest, I don't think he has no chance of a lawsuit now. But very similar circumstances. That's why they have to ask, you know, hey, so even though you received $2 million, was there some kind of promise here that you would testify, either not testify the, the correct things or, you know, hide certain things from the prosecution or whatever the case may be? So I think that's important that they kind of mention that in the fact that they had $2 million that she got. Which, obviously, that was like a common occurrence, I think. I think they did this to quite a few victims. Yeah, after he died, right? Is that what you're talking about? Maybe. I mean, who knows? The settlement, you know, because they settled out of court without a civil lawsuit. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, a civil lawsuit is way easier to win than a criminal lawsuit. Because you don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. So she could have, like, easily won that suit, too. But I think that it's making a stance saying, look, I'm here. This is what happened to me. Um, I'm testifying based on the facts. And even though I got paid off, I have, you know, I have nothing, you know, I'm not getting paid for this trial at all. So what I tell you is the truth and the truth only because I have no nothing, nothing to gain or lose from this trial. Well, I think she has something to lose because... <clears throat> I really feel like she was a victim from both Jeffrey and, you know, Miss Maxwell. Yeah. So I think that, you know, I deep down inside, I know she wants to see justice be served. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, you would think. Yeah. I mean, because she's got the money now. She was a and, victim. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and that's the reality. Victims of it. want justice more than money. Yeah. So the first uh, witness that actually took the stand today, uh, besides Jane uh, Doe, I guess we can call her, um, Jane took the stand in the afternoon, and the testimony carried over from yesterday from the pilot of the Lolita Express, and um, Lawrence Paul Vysosky Jr., Jeffrey Epstein's longtime pilot, basically described 
um, Jeffrey Epstein's properties. Uh, he talked about the Zora Ranch in New Mexico. He talked about a um, very nice apartment in Paris. Um, Vasowski, who took the stand again today, was also asked about the layout of Little St. James, Epstein's Caribbean hideaway, um, nicknamed Pedophile Island by locals. And there were actual locals that nicknamed this island that because everyone kind of knew that to begin with. Um, he testified about the Boeing 727. He used the shuttle of the financier uh, and his guests between 2000 and 2004, calling it a recreational vehicle. And um, he, he basically, you know, this this jet was named the Lolita Express, as we talked about yesterday, because of Lolita, I guess, meaning the little girls that he mm-hmm. would take on this airplane all the time. And uh, and this this air this aircraft was actually located in the storage facility in Georgia in August 2020. And so there's pictures and, and they uh, brought up a lot of that in court today. Pictures of the airplane just showing what the inside of the plane was was all about. So he actually testified that he never actually saw any sexual activity. Um, he said that under uh, he was under cross-examination that he never witnessed any sex acts or underage girls without their parents aboard several private aircraft that he piloted for the multimillionaire millionaire pedophile. He said, I never saw any sexual activity. Uh, he told the defense attorney, Christian Everdell, who quizzed the pilot on the stand about the, one, uh, about the 1,000 or so flights he piloted from the early 90s to 2004. He said he did not notice any underage girls without their parents on the planes. That included both Epstein accuser Virginia Roberts and the victim identified as Jane at the trial. Hmm. Um, Vasowski said he flew Roberts in the mid to late 90s, but believed her to be a shorter woman with dirty blonde hair. He added that he believed an Epstein associate named Jane that he met on one of the planes was a mature woman with some piercing powder blue eyes. Um, so, you know, it kind of goes on... Th- you know, they ask him about, well, did you see any sexual activity mm-hmm. ever during your time? And even one of the females that testified today, Jane, mm-hmm. was obviously 14 years old. And, you know, he even went on to say after they questioned him about, okay, well, what about Jane? You you took her, right? Do you remember her? Oh, yeah. Well, she looked like a, a younger, or she looked like a woman to me, a short woman, you know? <laughs> I mean. And let me ask you something, Chad, and I'm not, I don't know if you know this, but what, First of all, first question, what kind of jet were they on? And this jet are, you know, when the pilots are flying or pilot, pilots, whatever, when they're flying, is it, does it look like a commercial airplane where they can actually see what's going on in the passenger part of the plane? Or is it blocked off? Because I think that would make a um, big difference if, you know, if they're in the cockpit and they can't see their surroundings behind them then maybe they wouldn't see things that did go on. Well, I mean, and, and they may not have. But a Boeing 727 is basically, uh, I mean, it's, it's like, it's very it's very similar to what um, Southwest Airplane or Southwest Airlines flies, the 737. It's just mm-hmm. a, the little cousin. Not little, not much smaller, but it, it is a smaller version. Uh, you know, but the reality is, you know, if, if there were underage girls, which obviously there have been underage girls on an airplane, mm-hmm. as the pilot, you are part of your job is to, you know, greet the guest. You, you know, you talk to the guest. You do all these things. You interact with the guest on a regular basis. Now, when you're flying, you do not. But, you know, before the flight, after the flight, so on and so forth. Right. I mean, yes, obviously he's going to see girls on the plane. I think he's probably lying. Can't say that for sure. But well, but as it, far as saying him lying... You know, younger girls, when they're dressed up with makeup and clothes, they look a lot older than their real age, right? Mm. 
And we see this all the time. Like we have friends that their daughters are like models and are in all the competitions and they look like, you know, just regular girls until they're made up. So I don't know. I'm just saying it could be 14 years old though. I mean, 14 years old. uh, And, and, and not only that, I mean, there's obviously been wide scale reports of girls much younger, even. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've heard there's been reports of eight and nine and 10, uh, uh, you know, girls on these planes. I mean, there, those, these rumors and these quote unquote conspiracy theories that were nothing more than conspiracy theories for years and years and years. And as we said, Alex Jones is one of the first one to break it. Uh, there were multiple other sources that broke this news as well. This was more than 10 to 15 years ago. I mean, inside sources do talk, whether people know it or realize it or not. Part of the problem was though, was that Epstein was what many, you know, said about him as, um, he was untouchable by law enforcement for years. And, you know, everyone thought nothing was ever going to happen to him. He had way too many connections in, in local law enforcement, federal, uh, everything else. And we're going to get a little more into that um, in just a little bit as, as far as how the corruption was then and how it probably plays into why and who is over these cases and stuff right now and what that means. I looked pretty heavily into this today. Uh, last night we kind of got out, we, we really wanted to just recap yesterday kind of what happened, but today I really wanted to kind of dig in a little deeper and just see what maybe this means and, and why, you know, why the prosecutor is who they are and so on and so forth. So, um, <clears throat> they also talked about, uh, Epstein's gift giving, um, Maxwell's defense attorney, uh, Christian Everdell during a cross examination of Jeffrey Epstein's p- former pilot asked about gifts, the sex friend, uh, sex fan bestowed upon his longtime employee. Um, so the pilot who worked for Epstein for close to 30 years received a number of pricey gifts throughout his employment, including 40 acres of land on the pedophile's new Mexico ranch for him to build a house. Um, he even paid for his two daughters, private high school education. Um, and so he went on to say, yes, he believed in higher education. Uh, <laughs> but he listed a number of fancy, uh, sports in Vasasi's name, including a Land Rover, a Mercedes, a Jaguar. Um, he also said that the cars were Epstein's, but um, he and other staff were allowed to drive them near his Palm Beach mansion. Um, so obviously Epstein paid him a not only ton of money, but he gave him gifts and gifts and gifts, which were probably more so bribes than anything, because this mm-hmm. pilot probably knows a lot more than he's ever going to say on the stand. And the, and the reality is, is, you know, how deep are they going to go? We don't know. You know, is you know, it seems like anymore. If 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 you guys watch testimony in, in in Congress or anything else, you know, all the government does anymore. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Moors lie. Uh, they lie on the stand. They lie in front of Congress. They lie under oath. It doesn't matter. Under oath or anything else doesn't matter anymore. Because it's just like the justice system, as long as you're protected, you got nothing to worry about. And we're going to talk about, I believe everyone in this case is protected. Um, I really do. And, as far as defendants and well, I witnesses think, no, I think there, or defendants or what? I know. I just, I mean, I'm saying anyone that is going to testify, especially on behalf of, because look, here, here's the, here's the interesting thing. This is the very interesting thing about this case. And we're going to talk about the corruption side of this. But you gotta, you have to understand that prosecutors usually, prosecution attorneys usually are out to win. They're out to win. They're out to bring anyone and everyone down that they possibly can to look good on their resume. And so, these witnesses that they're calling, especially prosecution, say the the pilot and these girls and whoever else. Well, we know that part of what prosecuting attorneys do to begin with is they they coach or help. Um, their uh, whoever they're going to their examine, yeah. yeah, their witness. Uh, they coach these people into kind of you know how to say what and, uh, and not necessarily what to say, but they go over with them like the basics and all this stuff. Now, look, in a high profile case like this, don't think that you know if the prosecution wanted to not bring up certain things, you know, from these witnesses, they're going to say, look, you know. Don't got to mention that. We're not going to kill you on this if you don't say this. We're not mm-hmm. going to do this. You just stick to like this little right, plan, right? And we'll get through this. And I, I believe by watching <clears throat> Kyle's trial that if the prosecution doesn't bring it up, then the defense can't bring it up. It has to be like almost like a rebuttal, or do you, I mean, do you? I don't know if I'm right or or wrong, but that's what it seemed like in the last case that we were really into is yeah. that. If it wasn't brought up, it can't be brought up yeah. unless it's a witness for the defendant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so the former pilot went on to say basically that um, he would have quit his job if he would have known that either of them were abusing young girls. <laughs> now, the thing about it is, is we just talked about the, um, you know, the entire elaborate gifts that he got. And, you know, for me, you know, I have morals obviously to to the point where if if I knew that was happening I would have quit period gifts or not but but that's just me that I think that's disgusting you know but there are probably a lot a lot of people out there that you know getting millions of dollars plus all these gifts and this and that and you don't have to you don't think you're ever going to be charged or whatever I don't know but you know the thing is is that uh screwed up people kind of they they tend to attract or they they tend to find people that are going to be their you know their mm-hmm. co-conspirators right, per se or right. or people that are not going to go and run and tell on them they're not going to snitch on them because they're part of their little group you know right and, and, I, and more than likely you know here's the other thing is Epstein and Maxwell could have had something on this pilot that's you know? what I was getting ready to say you know? is that you know I think a lot of what Epstein did to get away with what he did was he blackmailed very important people 
you know, and we we're talking about that last night. Well, if I know you did this and I did this and we both did this, then neither one of us can rat each other out, basically. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, Jeffrey Epstein is like, you know, maybe he did say like, oh, here, go, you know, have fun with this girl, blah, 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 blah. No, nothing, you know, there's nothing to it. But after the fact, you're like, he's like, I got you, bro. <laughs> if you even say a word, you're going down. Yeah. You know, it's like almost a blackmail. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's 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 exactly how he got away with so much stuff for so long. And so there were some high-profile names that were brought up. Bill Clinton was among one of those. Um, he was basically brought up by the pilot. Um, he testified that he would have been told in advance if a guest like Clinton was going to be flying on Epstein's jet. Um, he said there might be special catering. The defense attorney asked about Clinton, who has been photographed on Maxwell aboard the Lolita Express. And um, the pilot replied, yeah, absolutely. Um, when asked if remembered a victim in this case identified as Jane riding on the plane, the pilot said, I can visualize her sitting in the passenger compartment like I would, say, President Clinton, he said. So <clears throat> Clinton's name was one of them that was brought up by him. You know, as, as we've already talked about before, Clinton's name was on the flight log. I don't yeah. know how many times. Ridiculous amount of times. And that's just interesting. He's like, I can see her like he's visualizing her in the same seat or close to where Clinton was. And so he obviously saw Clinton a lot on this airplane. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so then besides, you know, obviously the pilot, they had the first accuser, which was uh, named Jane. Uh, she was ba- she was most frequently in the room when you had sexual contact with Jeffrey Epstein. When you were 14 years old, the prosecutor asked Ghislaine Maxwell um, or they asked her Ghislaine Maxwell. Mm-hmm. So they were asking her. Was Ghislaine Maxwell in the room a lot when you were being sexually assaulted by Jeffrey Epstein? And she said yes. Um, and uh, Jane says that she first met Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell when she was at Camp Interlochen in Michigan in the summer of 94, between 7th and 8th grade. Um, she, uh, she said in one instance, she said Maxwell and Epstein brought her up, up a staircase in Epstein's bedroom at his Palm Beach mansion and started undressing. They moved me over to the bed and took their clothes off, and they started to sort of like fondle each other, Jane said, adding that they casually giggled about it. She said they asked me to take my top off. Um, then there were hands everywhere, she said. Um, hands, I would assume both. And, that, and that's why we talked, that's why I mm-hmm. talked about last night. I don't think it was just uh, Ghislaine you know, finding girls for right. Epstein. I think it was her also participating in the, the abuse act, as well. Yeah. So, and actually that was, you know, um, if you guys watched the documentary, you know, the documentary showed a lot about how she was, you know, we talked about last night, she was very good with these girls. She kind of was like almost like a motherly yeah. type figure, mm-hmm. but that's also, she kind of gained their trust. And so uh, many times it would be her that was kind of instigating things to begin with, or, you know, making it seem like everything was okay and, and so on and so forth. So, um, But for Jane to actually testify that, yeah, there were hands all over. It wasn't just his hands, that Ghislaine's hands were all over her too. Um, that really is a strong testimony right there because it's putting her in, you know, the same kind of position that Jeffrey was in, you know, she, you know, she can deny and say she was like Adam and Eve. And, you know, she told Adam not to eat the apple, but he did anyways. Well, she ate the apple too. She was involved in the same thing and doing the same thing and, you know, doing the same acts. So she is just as guilty. Yeah. In my opinion. No, I agree. Um, so let's get into where the corruption is, we believe, and, and like what this really means, because 
to me, this this type of shit blows my mind. I mean, it always. I mean, we talked about last night that we we were involved in a case as well. Nothing like this, but uh, you know, it was a civil thing, and you know how we saw corruption and how things can be corrupt and how things are set up to be corrupt. You know, money talks, and not just money, but when you have blackmail, I mean, that's you take that a step further. So when you have both high, uh, large amounts of money, power, and blackmail, you have a recipe for absolute corruption. So, um, so here's how this whole case is laid out, and who is who who is a part of what, and who is handling what, and then we're going to talk about why that is, because I think this is where the corruption. Uh, kind of begins not begins so, but it's there i mean well no i mean this this is where it begins for the as trial as far as a trial yeah. yeah maxwell was basically apprehended by federal agents um in a small town in bradford new hampshire and so the u.s attorney's office for the southern district of new york which which is uh, sdny um, was handling the inquiry as a result of the brief hearing on thursday afternoon which was uh i guess this was uh a while when, when she was first apprehended um, between Maxwell and the government, the SDNY will have um, unopposed jurisdiction. So the specific SDNY unit taking charge of Maxwell's case immediately raised some eyebrows for a lot of people. During a press conference, um, acting U.S. Attorney Audrey Star- uh, Strauss noted that the SDNY's public corruption unit would, like the Epstein case before, um, be tasked with overseeing the prosecution. Uh Quote, it says, I worked at SDNY and did sex trafficking cases, noted former federal and state prosecutor and current CNN legal analyst Eli Honig. Um, they do not run out of public corruption unless there is some potential angle against a public official. Uh, the Department of Justice basically describes this on their website. They said the, pu- the public corruption unit works in close partnership with the FBI and other federal, state, and city investigative um, agencies to maintain and protect the integrity of all levels of government. Uh, the unit oversees the investigation and prosecution of corruption crimes committed by elected and appointed officials, government employees, and individuals and companies doing business with the state, city, and federal government. Corruption crimes investigated by this unit include bribery, embezzlement, and frauds committed against local, state, and federal government agencies. Um, they went on to say that a case like this ordinarily would not be staffed out uh, of public corruption. It would ordinarily be staffed out of what's known as the Violent and Organized Crime Unit. So the Violent and Organized Crime Unit is where the SDNY's human and sex trafficking coordinators um, are located. So these are this is usually the unit that takes high-profile big cases mm-hmm. that have to do with sex trafficking. The fact that it is staffed out of public corruption tells me that a public official, past or present, is involved in at least some capacity, um, she said. Oh, so, so somebody else was involved so they couldn't take? No. I don't understand. Th- this is a public corruption unit. Mm-hmm. The reason, the only reason that they should have any reason to take this case whatsoever is if there is a public official a part of this case. So meaning they're going to go after a public official, they're going to try Got to prosecute you. a Got public you. official mm-hmm. or government official. Um, but here's, here's going to be the question is, are they really going to do that? You know, they, they basically overstepped and said, no, we're taking this case. Sorry. P- peace out, the, the people that usually do this. You know, the, the unit that usually does this, the violent and organized crime unit, they're the best at it. That's what they do all the mm-hmm. time. This is what they follow up on, you know, every day, 365 days a year. They handle major cases all the time. And for so whatever reason, the public corruption unit took this, which just so happens to have a, you know, um, kind of a famous daughter or a, a, <laughs> a famous person's daughter as a prosecutor. Um, so the Maxwell case is, uh, 
is is they say tons of speculation as part of the general Epstein story about a mysteriously wealthy entrepreneur who allegedly ran a global sex trafficking enterprise for years. Um, he was untouched by law enforcement, and um, so during his sentence, he was allowed to work from home and entertain female guests. Uh, you know, he was untouched by uh, pretty much anyone, and was given he was. Now, before this whole thing, Epstein was basically given a sweetheart plea deal where he admitted to charges of soliciting prostitution from a minor. And the fact that they literally let him just go home, you know, chill. Uh, he was he still had females over, probably child children again. Mm-hmm. Um, while many of his unnamed co-conspirators were gifted at an unprecedented and highly criticized non-prosecution agreement. So most of everybody that was involved with him around him was was granted a a, um, non-prosecution agreement, which means we won't prosecute you. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're good. Yeah. You're good to go. So I would assume a lot of these people. No, not her. Obviously not her because she's being prosecuted. I'm talking about the cases before. Well, I'm just, I mean, well, who knows? I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, they, she apparently wasn't going to, well, maybe she she got that. I mean. Uh, in the cases before when he had to go to court, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. But all I'm saying is people around him, probably what I would assume mm-hmm. as these high bigwig, you know, uh, government officials, I wouldn't doubt, probably were all handed these little non-prosecution agreements that we'll probably never know about. Oh, talking about all the, Whoever, the people Bill Clinton, that went wherever. on the plane. Yeah. yeah, the the flight log people. Yeah, we don't know. So the U.S. attorney that ran the initial investigation and widely believed Sham a prosecution later threw up his hands complaining that he couldn't really punish Epstein because of the serial sex offender's apparent cachet with an unnamed intelligence agency. So the one that was trying to prosecute Epstein from the beginning, he couldn't because he had some kind of close relationship with some intelligence agency in our government. Hmm. I mean, this could be CIA, whoever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he has big wigs in CIA or FBI or whoever. Right. But so he, he threw his hands up and said, I can't prosecute this guy because, I mean, he's in some close relationship with CIA or whoever. Right. And although he didn't go on to say why exactly, I'm sure he was probably threatened or whoever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this guy said it for some reason. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, all the while, Bill Clinton, Chelsea Clinton, um, 
you had Barack, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Prince Andrew, uh, and Donald Trump were uh, global elites, were known associates of Epstein or Maxwell, or at least appeared with them in photographs. Um, while many maintaining their relationships with the duo even after Epstein's 2009 sentencing. So, you know, the SDNY's public corruption unit, it may suggest some of the more high-profile government figures um, associated with Epstein and Maxwell may somehow be involved, obviously, with the case, as speculation and conspiracy theories abound, which, um, I mean, you can just look at the flight logs. I mean, maybe they weren't always going to Pedophile Island, but the fact that his island was pretty much for that, you know, a lot of those people that were flying to the Pedophile Island, you know, who knows? Even though you would have to prove, and that's, you know, that would be the key. You would have to prove it. You'd have to get witnesses, whoever may, you know, whoever that may be. You would have to somehow get witnesses to testify to who these people were or whatever the case is. Um, and, and just the amount of women that he allegedly <laughs> raped and, you know, whatever they did... Molested. I just I just wonder how many um how many of those are actually going to come forward or even appear in this trial because you know if if Maxwell whatever happens with this you know I, I think Maxwell is going to go down I, I think that she's going to go down hard I think that you know the defense attorney as they as they say which I think she should I think she should absolutely be put in prison um but if I'm the defense attorneys in this, at the very least, I'm going to try to bring everybody else in this. Now, this this goes back to the question: Are we going to, be, you know, is that going to happen? Or is is it even able to be to happen? Especially if there's non prosecution agreements in this case, um, we don't know. But if there were non prosecution agreements with the whole Jeffrey Epstein case, that would probably apply to this as well. So that's what makes me think that Maxwell never signed a non prosecution agreement because she wouldn't be able to be prosecuted for anything. Um, I don't know. I think that 2009 and this trial are like totally two different trials. So I don't know. You know, that's a good question. That well, it all has to do with the sex trafficking. I mean. Yeah, it does. But it's two different trials. Like he already got busted in 2009. This is a whole different thing that he's getting busted. He was getting busted on before he died. Mm, well. um, so the public corruption unit was the unit that brought the original Epstein charges and thus these additional Maxwell charges. Um, likely because the involvement of public officials in Florida in giving Epstein a sweetheart plea deal a, um, a number of years ago. And so this is what noted former SDNY deputy chief and current CNN legal analyst Jennifer Rogers says, My educated guess is that part of this investigation has involved whether any of those officials had done anything wrong, like accepting bribes in connection with the matter. Bullshit. See, th this is this is where it starts already getting bullshit mm -hmm. because now they're trying to say, oh, well, the only reason. And by the way, this is a CNN analyst, which you already know all they are is just bullshit anyway. But when you start trying to put off the fact that this case, I mean, the fact that she's trying to say it's, it's probably because of some Florida official, some Florida official that like, you know, just some little guy down there in Florida. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, that, that's probably the only reason they were able well, regardless, I don't at all believe that the SDNY, uh, you know, corruption unit is going to bring any of these big time people in. And there's there's a lot of reasons behind this. I think I think that is the exact reason this corruption unit even has this case. As crazy as that sounds, it sounds asinine. Mm -hmm. It sounds asinine that like, well, hey, maybe there's some hope. The public corruption units got it. So we're going to find out who all these big wigs are and all this shit. No, you're not. No, you're not, because we're going to talk about who the prosecution attorney is uh, here shortly. Um, 
because I, I think that means I think that means everything. So, who is the prosecution attorney, and what does this what does this have to do with anything? The lead prosecutor in the Maxwell case is a lady by the name of Maureen Comey. Okay, so if her last name sounds familiar whatsoever, it's because she's the daughter of the ex FBI director um, James Comey. Now, James Comey. For what many people believe now, if you if you remember his involvement and everything that he tried to pull when Trump was in office, James Comey is a, a deep state clown, is what he is. I mean he he is so if if you want to call out someone that has been almost publicly realized to be a deep state agent, it would be Comey. Everything that he did with Trump and and all that bullshit that he tried to pull. Um, this is his daughter that is the prosecution attorney, one of the main ones. Um, the problem is there's there's with this whole case, there's so many familiar faces uh, that has turned up in this whole in this whole trial. Well, so um, you kind of have to ask yourself, like, OK, usually in a trial of this magnitude, the other like things would have been prosecuted. The other team would have been prosecuting. Right. Yeah. But in this case, this team that's prosecuting wanted it. And it so happens that it's Comey's daughter that's prosecuting. That tells me there is some kind of corruption right there. Well, yeah, obviously. Yes. But see, the the problem is, is that Maureen Comey was actually one of those people that helped make sure nobody ever got to the bottom of what happened to Epstein. And that was in 2019. Yeah. So she already has like a vested interest in it, I guess. Yeah. The video from the maximum security jail never surfaced. And part of the team of legal people that was who made sure nobody was ever held responsible was Maureen Comey. She was one of the ones that made sure nothing that ever nobody happened. nobody knew or nothing happened. Or... Well, because, look, who would have been prosecuting any of that corruption around there? I mean, the, the security camera tapes being disappeared mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden never happens. And then when he decides to hang himself, no security footage. Uh, the logs where the guards sign in and do all this stuff was gone mm-hmm. the same day. Um, all of this stuff. And even, you know, even the fact that the... Um, the autopsy of Epstein. And there was one, there was one Emmy that said, well, I don't really, I can't really say if it was, uh, you know, suicide or not, even though later, I, th- I think it was like two days later, it came out of suicide. So there were, there was an initial report that he's like, I, I don't know. It was almost like an inconclusive type thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, but then it was like no longer than one or two days later, it came out. Oh, it was suicide. So that's what it was officially ruled. Um, so, now she's basically here to make sure that she doesn't get prosecuted or that no one around her gets prosecuted. I don't think it's I don't think that I think they're going to screw Maxwell. I mean, I think they're going to put her in jail. I think they're going to try to lock her and gonna, throw away the key. But you think they're trying to be there to protect the other Everybody elite else, yeah. people. Yeah, I mean, the thing is like Maxwell and Epstein both have friends in high places. You know, Maureen Comey, uh, you know, just the simple fact that they were over the case of Epstein mm-hmm. and they were over the case that, you know, when you have something as, you know, when normal people, most people in society, if we remember when Epstein got murdered, basically, when we remember what happened and there was memes and everything going around for, they still go around. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Epstein didn't kill himself. You know, there were, there were things that people would say on live television if they ever got an opportunity to be on live television and news or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I saw people saying, and by the way, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. 
it was like it was for once it was a time when a lot of people in the United States were together on one thing right. and it was the and fact that knew. we all knew that was bullshit. Yeah, they knew it was bullshit. He didn't kill himself. I mean, it's just crazy that they lost all these things cuz they didn't they destroyed them, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I mean, and it was all it was all a very coordinated, well done thing. And and the thing is, it wasn't even well done. I mean, it's so obvious when you have yeah. uh, when you have tapes disappeared the night before, you have logs missing, you have all this stuff. I mean, and it's like so obvious. But this is how blatant and brash they are. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit they don't because care. they got extreme power. Yeah. You got to understand the SDNY, the Public Corruption Unit, as <laughs> they call it. Um, you know. They got they got a lot of power, and the fact that they just basically took this case over, and I'm sure used some bullshit excuse. Oh well, you know we got to see what happened with Epstein, whatever, and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. You know, um, all it really means is that they're going to protect anyone from getting in this case to be prosecuted outside of Maxwell. I don't think they're going to protect Maxwell. I the more I've thought about it, and the more I've looked into this, I don't think they're going to now. One of the ways they're going to be able to do all this is is simple. I mean, outlets like CNN, um, MSNBC, uh, ABC, World News Tonight, all of this stuff. You know, unfortunately, and if you didn't listen to last night's podcast, federal court cases cannot be videoed. You cannot have video or audio recording in a court case. I think it's just video. It could be. I think there is possibly audio recordings that can happen. But, uh, but the problem is, is that that that's just a federal thing. It's not something right. that you know. It's not something they're trying to hide or whatever. They've done it for years. Well, I think federal. a lot of times federal could be just like people like you and I, but a lot of times yeah. federal court is, you know, people of interest that everyone knows. Sometimes, yeah. You know? Um, but, you know, but those news outlets are going to be doing their very best to cover up all of anything that happens in this case. They're going to avoid talking about it and um, or they're going to make excuses. I mean, even like the CNN legal analyst, uh, when we were just talking about that a minute ago. You know, this CNN legal analyst is saying, oh, well, it's probably because of some official in Florida, like a prosecutor or something like that. Mm-hmm. See, look, here's the deal. Uh, I don't doubt for one minute that there were people that were paid off in Florida. I think there's been reports on that of, of people and, and, you know, even possibly law enforcement, whoever, that were paid off to look the other way during this whole case. But the problem is... Is that is that's not why the the public corruption unit has this. I mean, it, it's you know James Comey and and his entire career is was awful. I mean, what you know it, it when James Comey was over the FBI, it really started to show how corrupt our you know federal law enforcement is. Mm-hmm. I mean, and well, at the time they're investigating things that. Well, that they knew were lies. Yeah, that they knew were lies, and they tried to make these lies truths. Yeah. I mean, there were articles that, you know, uh, saying that, you know, James Comey is going to go down as one of the, if not the, most corrupt FBI directors ever to be in the FBI. Um, And this is all coming from the FISA report. And so... um, you know, there was a New York there was a New York Times post uh, that talked about how um, J. Edgar Hoover can now rest peacefully because James Comey is now the most corrupt <laughs> FBI director ever. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't love it for him, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah, and so um, you don't. And they went on to say, you don't make mistakes when you're doing an investigation of this magnitude. And in reference to the seventeen. 
significant errors of admissions in the FBI application to surveil former President Trump's campaign mm-hmm. advisor, Carter Page. And they said, we're not talking about a single person made a mistake, a whole team, an entire team, he continued. They set it up so there'd be a redundancy. So there'd be supervision and supervision from the top. And so the ability to bypass all the safeguards to make mistakes is not is just not credible. See, the problem with Comey was is that he was spying. Um, he was spying on a campaign. Um, he was uh, uh, wiretapping. He was doing all of this shit. The government was essentially using the FBI as a weapon mm-hmm. against a political candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, and Comey says there was no spying because he doesn't define it by any logical definition. I mean, he literally sounds like um, yeah, like Fauci. Like Fauci. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, um, it's not gain of function. We changed the definition. So yeah, and, and I'm not spying. We changed the definition. Yeah, the National Security Advisor, Michael Flynn's attorney and former federal prosecutor, Sidney Powell, said, but yes, they sent an agent into the presidential daily briefing in August of 2016. And then the same agent went to interview General Flynn on January 24th when he had just arrived at the White House and did it particularly to give the agent experience engaging Flynn, getting to know him and how he reacted to things. So, yes, they went in and spied on this campaign. They sent agents in. Now, the FBI has not stopped doing this since, Mm -mm. Um, you know. They're doing it now. There are ex-FBI agents that have come out and said, look, you know, there are good people and good men and women at Mm -hmm. the FBI. But the the problem is, and there's been many FBI agents that have since resigned, quit, um, gone, uh, that have said, you know, the problem at the FBI and these big intelligence networks or uh, organizations Mm -hmm. or departments, I guess you can say, is that the leadership is the most corrupt leadership you'll ever see. Yeah. And the people that have quit, you know, their ethics and their standards are so high that they cannot continue to work with people that are corrupt like that. So thank God there are people that have higher standards and have ethics that are willing to say, you know what, I don't care how well, much I'm would, paid. Well, I would say thank God, but I wish those people would stay because that's the only chance yeah. these organizations have. Because but at least the more good people that quit, yeah. the more corrupt but when people you, are going to get. when you have somebody that is the director of FBI and they're corrupt, there's not much you can do when you're under them. Yeah. You know, all you can do well, is say, you know what, my ethics are higher than that, and I cannot work for this person because I feel like, you know, they're corrupt. Well, look, here's the problem with these organizations, and it's the same, and this is how this all ties back to the Epstein case. When you got FBI and you got CIA and you got all these people, so James Comey, director of FBI, you got CIA directors, you got all these people. You know, these people are not elected, they're appointed. And when you appoint them, then they appoint their people, mm-hmm. and then those people appoint people under them. And so once it finally starts getting down the ladder of leadership, when you have one corrupt leader at the very top where where he's going to be, say, a, a very big deep state agent, obviously he's going to appoint deep state corrupt people under him. And then those people are also going to have to appoint corrupt people under them in leadership mm-hmm. and then under them and then under them. It, you have to have – it's like if you look at a food pyramid or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have – Say from halfway up to the top, you have the leadership, right? Everybody below that is workers, people that have to apply and get accepted, right? Well, it's hard to kind of find corrupt people to hire, right, at FBI, which I think they're making their way into doing that now. They're finding ways of of hiring politically driven-based uh, agents. So say, you know, they want uh, people that are, that hate Trump or hate Republicans or hate conservatives and, and they'll, they'll dig in their, their past and their history. Look, if you get a job at FBI, 
uh, you don't just go and apply and, you know, <laughs> they, they do a little background check or whatever. They check your social media. They do everything you've ever done. They probably read your text messages without you even knowing. Oh, sure. I mean, they do everything. Um, is I mean, law, law enforcement is not an easy thing, so much less FBI. But the thing is, is that so you get all this corrupt leadership and all of them are going to be corrupt. And then you've got these people that apply for the FBI and CIA and everybody else. And, and, and when you have all these corrupt people, yes, they can apply. And yes, they're, they're going to do their best to be the best. But when you have a political goal or you are part of a deep state, which I believe a lot of our deep state comes from these intelligence agencies. I think a lot of what is, what's happening and, and how things are happening, you look at the parents being targeted and, and school boards, you know, being labeled terrorists. They're talking about, you know, when you hear Trump or FBI people saying our, the biggest threat to the United States is white nationalists um, or white supremacists. I mean, are you serious? This this is what we have. This is what we have to to, to look forward to in our in our future. And unfortunately, James Comey being someone as corrupt as he is, and then just so happens his daughter's taking a case with Maxwell, the same daughter prosecutor that didn't do anything to get to the bottom of what really happened to Jeffrey Epstein because could it be possibly could it be possibly that that unit or those people had something to do with the fact that he just killed himself one day you know what i'm saying mhm i exactly know because i mean i'm not saying they did but you know but if they're going to hide it you know and they definitely hid it and i think that they put her on that case so that it could be hidden and no one, you know, I don't know. I just, it makes no sense to me. Like part of her, I don't know. It's just weird that she was on this unit to pretty much say that he committed suicide. And now she's on this unit prosecuting his girlfriend, you know? Yeah. Well, it, know. it's, it's look, here, here's what I think uh, this all says. I think that no one's going to be prosecuted outside of Maxwell. I do believe she's going to be prosecuted. And I do believe that she's going to be held to the fire. You know, I, the whole non-prosecution agreements, I would love to know how many people they actually gave that to. Cause I don't know that we even have a record of that. I don't know if there's a way to even know that. Cause I guarantee you there's not. If there were non-prosecution agreements given for any reason, why would they even give those agreements to anybody? I mean, especially if you're corrupt, you know what I mean? I mean, and, and the fact that you're, you're literally talking about this, this public corruption unit is over this case, Comey's daughter, and and this unit was responsible for not doing anything about what really happened to Epstein. I mean, you can you can try a 17-year-old kid that was self-defending himself that was legally owning a firearm for murder and doing it immediately and, and lying in in court numerous times, having thank God they had the worst prosecution ever. But the thing is, is like you can do that, but yet you can't even even investigate. Uh, whatsoever the Epstein thing, or or is it because that they were involved with the Epstein thing to begin with? Meaning, you know, they made sure that when this happened, when he killed himself, that um, that he would be taken down. Now the question is, is like, why has she not been killed? Why has she not been suicided? I mean, and then and so then you got to think about why did they kill Epstein? Well, obviously, yeah, because he doesn't even get to go to trial. No. Well, that's, well, that's exactly why they killed him, though. Yeah, I mean, they didn't want him to go to trial. Yeah, because they didn't want him to like tell tell all. Yeah, but, but like why wouldn't Maxwell? And 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 but that could go back to it does not have to do with Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, it does, but 
you know, I wonder how involved she was with big name people as far as she didn't. And, and keep in mind, we we got to keep the big picture here. Mm-hmm. The prosecution is the one that is prosecuting. Then right? they're prosecuting her, not him. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, yeah. is that the prosecution cannot bring up things that they don't want to. Right. And the defense don't want to just bring up other shit, you know, because that's going to hurt her case. Right. So it's kind of like. Well, the prosecution is like, well, we're not. edged sword. Yeah, the prosecution yeah. like, well, we're not going to talk about that. We're not, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Even though there probably will be some witnesses to talk about. It, and hopefully the defense can get some witnesses in to talk about, to kind of bring it off of. If right. if, if I'm a defense, I'm going to try to bring it off Maxwell as much as possible as well. You know, it's kind of hard to do that. But, you know, if you've got witnesses coming on, on trial saying, yeah, she was a part of it. She was a part of it. But I just but, wonder how many of those witnesses are going to even mention big name people. Well, that's what's interesting to me is they have these witnesses that were actually molested and raped by Epstein. And like today, the Jane Doe lady said that she was involved. Maxine, Miss Maxine was involved also. I don't know. It just is. I mean, like if they I'm thinking about the corruption part of the whole thing. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If they don't want the big names out, but they're letting these witnesses come out and talk, maybe they've told the witnesses, you know, don't bring up these names. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's possible. I mean, I don't don't see how... Well, look, but here's the thing. They're the prosecution witnesses, right? Right. So So they can tell... They can coach them how they want to. To coach them. And, and they can bring in who they want and who they don't want. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's interesting that this first witness uh, got paid $2 million. Right. And, and, and then prosecution doesn't necessarily have to ask them who molested them, right? Because no. they're really on trial with, I guess, Epstein and Miss Maxwell. But the other people, the other elites aren't really on trial. So why bring their names into this trial is probably the prosecution's way of not getting, you know, not leaking out the truth of everybody else there. Well, you know, what I find interesting about this is this is this legal fund or is this fund of money that they paid out. Right. They just paid out of the goodness of their heart to these to these victims of Epstein, right? Two mm-hmm. million dollars here. How many other victims did they pay? I don't know. But was this fund um, made, created when he died? Uh, I'm not sure. Because if that if that's the case, then that makes sense that, you know, whatever monies he had, they would create funds to his victims, even though he wasn't prosecuted and found guilty, I guess. So his fund paid keep- out more than one hundred and twenty one million dollars. OK. One hundred and twenty one million dollars. Jane Doe got two million of that. Two million. So think about million. <laughs> yeah, think about how many. Um, That's a lot of people to pay off. It is. So uh, his estate is what paid out over a hundred and something million dollars, and they settled with sixty one of the victims. So they settled with sixty one of the victims. Now the question is going to be: Is that um, so? All the women basically agreed to participate in a victim compensation fund that'll assess each claim before issuing a payout within 90 days, meaning that um, they could have their settlements just before the anniversary of the pedophile's death on August 10th. Uh, The Epstein uh, estate has entered a settlement talks with 61 women. And so um, there were filings of the state that 44 victims have joined 
the 12 women represented by Jordan K. Merson of Merson Law and five women working with Lisa Bloom, the Bloom firm. Among the women to have joined that, the initial group of 17 are Annie Farmer, Maria Farmer, Teresa Helm, Juliet Bryant, Jane Sarah Ransom, and Virginia Roberts. The total of those sediments at this point w- was likely to exceed $100 million. The, w- the women will now have to sign a four-page contract that states that they can never again file legal action against the Epstein estate and co-executors Darren Endrick and Richard Kahn. Mm. They will also be unable to file suit against any entities or individuals who are or have been engaged by whether as independent contractors or otherwise employed by, worked in any capacity for, or provided any services to Mr. Epstein, the Epstein entities, or the Epstein estate. So they signed this. They, they, now, the, the agreement before? does not, however. Or what about this court case? Well, I don't, I don't know. Um, the agreement does not, however, prohibit the women from suing individuals that may have been trafficked to while being accused by Epstein. So they could sue other people. That was that they were trafficked too. That means at least one woman, Roberts, could potentially file a lawsuit against Prince Andrew, for example. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, she claims that she was trafficked to Prince Andrew and has provided a photo of her in the role at the home of Ghislaine Maxwell. Um, but the prince has strenuously denied her claim and suggested the image of them is photoshopped. So I'll, I'll be curious to see if the Prince Andrew thing comes up in this trial. Um, they also allow the women to remain anonymous should they wish, but they also are not barred from speaking about their compensation or allegations against Epstein. So after receiving their compensation, the women will also have three days to dismiss with prejudice any legal actions, whether lawsuits, probate claims, or otherwise. But, you know, I, I still wonder, um, I still wonder what else was was coming out of that. And, and keep in mind that uh, Epstein's trust was $600 million. So they got paid a little over a hundred something million dollars. So of these trust. women already pretty much got paid off, but now they're testifying against Giseline's, you know, Giseline on the court case or whatever. Yeah. Are yeah, they and, paid and, off not to say anything? Are well, they... so six of the ten cases have been filed by women who chose not to identify themselves, and they have all been filed. Uh, the, well, the majority of them have been filed in New York. Um, six of the ten have been filed by women. Um, 
So Maria Farmer, who claims she was uh, violently raped by Epstein and Maxwell in 96, is one of the women. Her sister Annie, who alleges Epstein made her give uh, give him a topless massage when she was underage, also filed a separate complaint. Uh, but I'm just curious how many of these women that were a part of this settlement, which we have one today, Jane, not mm-hmm. not wanting to say, I guess, I right. don't, maybe and that's her name. she's a part of the settlement. She got $2 million. $2 million. But I just wonder how many of those uh, will come forward in this trial. You know, I mean, because the thing is, is that we got Prince Andrew here. We got all the these all these people that were involved yeah. in this case. A lot of high profile people. None of which have been brought to trial right. whatsoever. Right. You, you you basically got Ghislaine Maxwell. And I think at, at least in one point that the defense makes an argument in saying that, you know, they're using Maxwell as a scapegoat to settle Epstein's just crazy whirlwind political power pedophile ring essentially mm-hmm. and and i think that's what this prosecution wants to essentially do i think they want to get this case over with they want to put her in jail and they want to end the epstein thing forever if they can get through this prosecute her and get it out of the way no more talk of this will ever be done and that's what i believe i don't believe anyone will come to the, i mean the elites in this look there, there are if there are too many powerful people. There are too many uh, deep state people involved in this whole thing. That you know, even from the very start, Comey, for example, and what he, you know, and his corruption while he was FBI director. Not saying his daughter's like that, but we got to go back to the fact that you know, she they were over the Epstein case mm-hmm. when he died, and mm-hmm. they supposedly brought no legal charges, and they said nothing was to see here. Yeah, and. Meanwhile, the whole world is looking at them like, are you crazy? You think this was honestly suicide and you're not going to do anything to discover or research anything? Like, to me, whoever was in charge, which it sounds like she was, did a terrible job or they did a great job trying to cover up or a bad job (laughs) trying to cover up because we all see through the cover up. Yeah, and whereas this this agreement and and news news reporting agencies that'll say that you know these women you know they they can do this and they can do that. One thing it doesn't say is that they you know it doesn't mention anything. I mean, it says you can sue other people that you were trafficked to, mm-hmm. but it doesn't specifically mention anything about being witnesses in say Maxwell's case, right? I mean, we yeah, don't know. We don't really know what the deal was. Yeah, well, obviously they can be witnesses because Jane Doe took the yeah, stand she, today. She did, yeah. And she was already paid out $2 million. So she testified on the behalf of the prosecution, not the defense. So they're going after her with the witness. Now, I know a lot of you out there may be thinking that, you know, the corruption in this case is going is, is to end up with Maxwell not being charged or not facing justice, right? I just don't think that's the case. I don't think that is the purpose of bringing in, say, Comey's, um, you know, Comey's daughter uh, I, I don't think that it has anything. I just, I think this has to do with, look, if, if you, if you have a prosecution that you are in control over, right? Cause look, you got to remember if she's Comey's daughter, which was the FBI director and don't think that he's not still extremely connected in the government including these people, you know, um, a lot of times when you are a big corrupt power, like James Comey was and, and everybody under him, which are a lot of them are still there. You know, that's that's exactly when you appoint people in positions of, say, uh, corruption units 
mm-hmm. make sure that no one tries corruption, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you, I don't think people understand how corrupt this government is. I mean, it's corrupt. There is corruption all the way down to the to the local district courts and 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 so on and so forth. I mean, and and then you go to the state courts and right, and then the federal courts and the federal courts can get a little. I mean, and it's all politically based. It's all if you're on this side and you believe in this theory and you are say accepting money or doing this from from this uh, entity or whatever the case is, that's where this thing just keeps going and keeps getting deeper. So what I think you're saying is that apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Like Comey, we already feel like he was corrupt. Well, we know. We There's know. Not Phil. Okay. And then we go back to his daughter where, you know, she's already been in a a thing with Epstein and it, nothing happened of it. We're thinking she's corrupt. And now she's the one prosecuting, the one that w- <laughs> that said he did he committed suicide. I mean, yeah. that's corruption right there. There's a lot of corruption going on in this whole thing. And I think it does stem with combing, you know. Yeah, but I, I yeah. And, and I just think the deep state's trying to protect their, their, their yeah, elites. elites. And, and I think I the mean, way you do that is you appoint the prosecutors. Yep. You, you get the people that you don't want to really prosecute. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want, like, a prosecuting attorney that's, like, really going to prosecute everybody and everything. Right. You want somebody you have a little control over. Yeah. So and that is saving the, the grace of these other people that yeah. are high-profile people. Yeah. And who knows? You know, these non-prosecution agreements and stuff, I'm sure that, you know. Uh, but I think that was that goes back to 2009. Yeah, but, don't, but if they're going to do it for that, don't think they're going to do it Okay, do then it why, why wasn't she tried in 2009 and now she's being tried? That wouldn't make sense. I don't know because what was two thousand nine? It was the same stuff. Yeah, it was self uh, sex trafficking. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's it's all the same. It. I mean, she's being tried for the same thing. Even the two thousand nine. No, not that stuff. you. No. Well, well it's, I guess. but it's all the same stuff. I yeah. mean, she's being tried for everything that happened with their entire mm-hmm. history. So obviously, she wasn't given a non prosecution agreement. And the reason for that probably is, is they said, well, we got to have a fall guy on this. I mean, at some point, we got to have somebody that, and we got to make sure that whoever's prosecuting this, we can control and make sure that we don't bring in these other people. And let's just give all these other people non-prosecution agreements so that they can't even bring up these people. I mean, that could be part of the deal. It could be. You know? But I just, it's hard to believe that they're making her the fall guy because, you know, she is very influential. She comes from a lot of money. Well, it's just, I don't know. Me. Well, the the thing about it is, though, is that, you know, coming from a lot of money don't mean shit if you have the government that's supporting. I mean, yeah, I, I, I challenge you guys to, you know, watch the local, not local news, watch the mainstream media and just see see what they talk about. See how much they talk about Ghislaine Maxwell trial. See how much they're really in this case and, and, and having specials on it and giving their their big opinions on this. And and, and, and when they do talk about it, don't think they're actually going to mention any other names besides Maxwell. I mean, this whole thing is... It's a, a cover-up, pretty much. It's supposed to be to where everyone thinks Maxwell's the end. She's the last person mm-hmm. that they can try. Right. And once she's tried and she's in jail, everyone can rest their minds. Yep. Because someone went to jail. Yep. Even though... Uh, Unless these girls go after them, because you said they could sue the people that they were trafficked... trafficked Trafficked too, yeah. right? Yeah, but see, the thing is, then then these people just settle with these girls, so they'll make more yeah. money. It'll never get to court, so that it'll never be in the media or anything. Yeah, they'll 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 never. It'll never get to court. I mean, they'll they may they may reach out to an attorney for these people or whoever it is and say, mm-hmm. look, you know, we're about to take you to court. 
So you better either settle with us. And that may have already happened. We yeah. may have not even known it because we haven't heard anything. We There's been no other cases brought yet. Well, I didn't even know that they settled for anything from his estate. Yeah, I, had, well, no, I didn't know that. But the thing is, that's what I'm saying. With these with these elites, you know, these attorneys obviously are going to say, look, you know, um, if you want money out of this, which is going to be your best bet, mm-hmm. um, you know, you probably want to just go. At, let, let's go ahead and send a letter to this person and say, all right, well, let's send an intent to sue letter because that's what they do. And, you know, then the, whoever these elite people are, obviously, are going to come back with a settlement. I mean, you know, right. they're going to have to. Because the last thing they want is to be t- you know, brought in court. Now, right. I want to make one thing clear, too, as well. I've seen so much shit about, you know, and, and this is something the media does, and, and, and I think it's hilarious. The media loves to put Trump in, in everything that has to do with Epstein. When <laughs> yeah. literally, you know. I'm glad you, you're bringing this up. Well, because I want to bring it up yeah. because, you know, Trump had, I guess, been on, on this plane before. Not very often at all. Uh, you know. The thing about Epstein was he was acquaintances with many people, many, many powerful people. Now, it's funny because I researched this today, but I, I do know that Trump banned Epstein from his uh, Mar-a-Lago uh, home. And I started and, – and it's funny because the media tries to make it out like Trump banned him after the charges were brought. Not true. I found out. And I looked more into it, and, and there's a book written about this, and they talk about it, and then so on and so forth. Trump actually banned him in 2005 mm. because of his weird actions around, I believe it was, I think it was one of Trump's daughters maybe when she was young or something, or somebody that Trump knew, he banned him because he thought he was acting weird and like, you know, whatever. And probably he didn't like it. <laughs> he probably knew a lot more. There, probably right. something happened that, yeah. you know, I don't really know what happened. But Well, obviously, if he banned him from his properties, something happened. And Trump even made a, a quote, uh, you know, and here's the other thing. Trump actually was quoted in saying, yeah, he, you know, he likes beautiful women like I do. He said, but he likes them a little on the young side, you know, laughing, laughing about it, mm-hmm. you know. But but I think he's really serious about it. No, like but, he but, likes them young. No, but I don't think Trump was meaning like. Underage. I honestly don't think Trump knew that because if you knew that this guy's having sex with all these underage girls, the last thing you're going to be quoted and saying is <laughs> he likes them a little on the young side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like you, you just wouldn't say that shit. Yeah. If you, you know what I mean? And so, but but that's the funny thing is that they instead of talking about Clinton and you know how many times he flew on a jet and not not just that man. There are people in and in the intelligence agencies that they have uh, on these names. Famous and, attorneys. There's yeah. all kinds of people. Yeah. Um, you can go look it up. I think it's yeah. public information. I believe. The yeah. flight logs. But yeah, I mean, but it's just the media wants to put it out there as that it's Trump was the one yeah, who's flying on the plane. the media is against him. Because they want to hide all the right. people that mean something to them and the donors that, that send, you know. They have money to look, have the a main, job. The mainstream media is liberal. <laughs> it's obvious. They're, they're left. They're, 90% of media is left media. They, they are paid for by the, by the Democrat Party. They're paid for by the deep state. And unfortunately, everybody, I hate to tell you guys this. But we're just not far from communism. We're 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 so close that like uh, we, you should be able to taste it by now. I mean, the number one thing communists do, and we talk about this a lot, is control the media. You know, they control the media, and when they can control the media, they control the people. And we've we've learned this. I've learned this, especially even with my own family about you know COVID. We've learned it 
I mean, not saying COVID isn't real. It is. If you guys have not listened to our other podcasts on COVID, COVID's definitely a real thing. But it's just the media controls the narrative. They control everything. And who controls the media is our government. It is the deep state. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the president. It's not whoever. It is the deep state. It is the people that are behind this elaborate, crazy bullshit that they and 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 the reason there is even a deep state is for many reasons a lot of it's huge amounts of money that is involved in moving hands and 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 this and that but you know for those of you that are listening some of you may not believe in new world order and one world government which is i believe and many people believe quickly forming uh in this world right now you look at all the tyranny that's happened around the world from covid you look at australia you look at austria now Austrians are the ones that are unvaccinated right now are facing prison time. Um, this is this is reports coming out today. Um, Australian indigenous people are being uh, taken away to quarantine camps, and they're they're literally pleading with people on their videos uh, asking for help. Um, this is happening everywhere. You know, you, you you have South Africa that has the case of the Omicron variant of COVID and everybody's saying it's mild cases or asymptomatic. UK is reporting now mild cases, asymptomatic. But what is our media doing? They're freaking out and trying to make it out like it's going to be the next big thing because they want more control. They want to keep lockdowns going. They want to keep yeah, all the stuff. They want to re-lockdown. And, <clears throat> and this, all, this all goes back to deep state, though. Yeah, And meanwhile, they're going to lock out Africa Yeah, because they have this. Which, by the way, they lock out Africa. (laughs) It's funny because, you know, Trump actually locked out the Chinese people from coming. Any Chinese people from coming to the country. China. Yeah, he was xenophobic, supposedly. But yet he locked out the freaking country where the virus was coming from. (laughs) And yet, you know, now Biden has put on a a, uh, travel ban. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From South Africa yeah, so and what, African countries. And, and it's a mild case. Yeah. And, so and what we're is not going to stop What it. kind of phobic is that? I don't know. I have no idea. But it's racist, I guess, because yeah, it's Africa. Racist. Yeah. Um, it's racist against Africa. You're right. So, but no, it's it's... That's the thing. The deep state controls all the narrative. They they control it with everything, and they're going to make sure that their people are always protected. You look at Doctor Fauci, and this all has to do with Epstein. It does. It you know I, I know this sounds crazy, but it all has to do with Epstein. You look at Doctor Fauci. 
You look at how he is protected, even though we've talked many times on this podcast about how the NIH and, and, and him and, and, and what he's over is directly, allegedly, appears to be responsible for partly creating this virus that has killed millions of people around the world. Um, and, and there were labs in the United States that have been a part of this as well. And he's literally went in front of Congress and Senate and everybody else and lied on oath or under oath. Uh, he's lied every time he talks about it. He just recently said that he is science. Like, oh, oh you, you question me, you question science. I represent science. <laughs> um, this is a new thing he's he's talking about now. But this all, everything you see on, on media, and I hope some of you are awake enough to see this shit, the, all these lies that are being spewed on a daily basis. This is the same thing that, it's the same deep state that is protecting and killing, possibly, uh, people that could have information on some of their deep state people. And, you know, Bohemian Grove, we talked about it last night. Bohemian Grove, with Al- Alex Jones went and, and infiltrated and, and all that. You know, that was that was really another way to for politicians to have dirt on other politicians so that they could get away and do dirty shit and corrupt stuff. And nobody could really tell anybody because it was, you know, you had something on the other one. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein was just another tool on that. And, and, and in some ways... Many people believe that this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing was actually created all because of that. Um, some people believe that Epstein was actually kind of pushed into this a little bit. No, there are no. I mean, I'm not saying he was unwillfully doing this. I'm saying that people that he was involved in, that all the powerful people used Epstein and his whether or not, you know, I guess his his um, the fact that he was a pedophile. <laughs> or whatever the case may have been, the fact that they had power and they could get away with this. But I think once they realized that he either was doing this or would do this or vice versa, they used Epstein as the new Bohemian Grove, if that makes sense. They used Epstein, uh, and Epstein did the same, but other politicians used this entire situation, I believe, to be another Bohemian Grove, to where they had dirt, and the worst dirt, by the way. Yeah, Bohemian Grove, it used to be politicians having sex with other men, men having sex with men. And then they had something over the other person, right? They, they didn't want them to say what they did at Bohemian Grove. That's why all of them went, because then they had everything on each other. But then take it a step further now. Now you got a pedophile ring that you're a part of, and now you really are going to protect each other, and you're going to protect the deep state, and you're going to protect all this shit. And this was part of it. I mean, and it worked for Epstein for years and years and years. And then mm-hmm. when it came out that someone, somehow he got in jail, his ass was dead. He was dead because whatever happened with that, you know, I would love, I would just love to know, like, the, the, the guards in that in that place and, and, and who those people were. I wonder what, you know, I, I wonder if some of them were are, hired are, by the government. No, or just disappeared. Or if they, if no. they, or I'm talking about the guards and yeah. all these people in there. Yeah. I'm saying, did any of them disappear afterwards? Did they become rich and quit? You know, so yeah, on and so forth. That's a good question. Because I'm sure somebody knows something that is that is no, either no longer around that place, right. whatever the case may be. Because those guards that had to say whatever happened with their logs or whatever, I mean, they honestly, they had to lie about something. So yeah. they had to get something pretty good to do that. <laughs> Yeah, there was, there was something that happened to where somebody else is involved besides whoever came in to do whatever they did. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's just without a, without question. 
Um, I don't know how you pull that off exactly, but they do. I mean, that you know, and especially, you know, the one prosecutor that was trying to prosecute Epstein from the beginning, mm-hmm. and they said, you know, he's got some kind of sweetheart relationship with some intelligence agency. I can't even, you know. And so when you have a relationship with an intelligence agency, not only if you have a relationship, sometimes your relationship backfires on you in his case, you know, meaning mm-hmm. – well, you know, he's somebody got him in now, so you know what we got to do because well, he, he can't come to a, trial. He might have a sweetheart relationship with intelligence, but I think the elite people were better able to get their job done than he was to get his job done, you know? Now, you know, and here's the thing. There's 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 other conspiracy theories of Epstein's not even dead, right? Um, Could be. You know, and, and, and that's interesting to think about, even though it's something I've never you know, been like, yeah, he's not dead. We've not done a Jeffrey Epstein's not dead podcast, but, <laughs> but the thing is, is that, you know, who the hell knows? Seriously. I mean, cause that was the most odd death I've ever heard of in my life. But who knows? So maybe he's not dead. Maybe it was all just a lie to. Yeah. And guys, by the way, if you think the government won't do crazy shit and, oh and have God. these things, why don't you go back and listen to JFK episodes that we've done or anybody's done. Or even Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, which, you know, Martin Luther King in 1990 or 1999, there was a actual court case with Coretta King and that they all had uh, and jurors son, yeah. and all the evidence of, of what happened that day when Martin Luther King died. And come to find out the these jurors ruled that the government was involved in his murder. And it wasn't just some random murder. And mm-hmm. 99% of people in this country or the world doesn't know that. I mean, and it was a jury that actually determined it was the government that was involved in this based on, I think it was, what, five weeks of testimony? Mm-hmm. And the jury concluded that the government was responsible for Martin Luther King's death. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And... um you know, same thing with JFK, same thing with, uh, I mean, there's numerous. Then you look at Operation Northwoods, where they wanted to over, overrun and, and overtake uh, Cuba. And they wanted to, to they wanted to, uh, and this is actual declassified documents. This is not conspiracy theory. Operation Northwoods is many what many people believe why JFK was killed, because they mm-hmm. wanted to, um, they wanted to, carry out terrorist attacks on U.S. soil, but our government doing it and then blame it on Cuba right. to overtake Cuba. And so when the Joint Chiefs of Staff presented it to JFK, uh, JFK was like, uh, heck no. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, And he probably took it a step further and he was, he was about to go after their ass for even thinking this. And that's when they knew they had to kill him. Right. And I think that once they knew they had to kill him, they had to go after Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's possible. Yeah. I mean, we did a podcast about that, too. Yeah, it's possible because she I was involved with JFK yeah. and, um, you know, who knows what she knew and, and so uh, on and well, so forth. Well, you know, if she was actually dating him, yeah, like, you know, conspiracies say, then there's a possibility he told him told her everything he knew or they thought. He told them everything, yeah. so, you know. Well, and the thing Who is, knows? so, uh, yeah, and, and that's and that's the deal. The reason we bring all this stuff up is because we want to give a bigger picture, especially for those of you that are listening, that don't typically listen to, like, what really goes on behind the scenes. Uh, you know, some of you might be involved in this trial because you like listening to trials, right? And that's And this is a very important trial. But I think we all have to understand and realize how corrupt this country's government is. And it's sad. It really is. I mean, I'm a patriotic American. I love America. I love everything that uh, that this country stands for. I don't love everything in our history, but I love where we have where we have gotten to, even though it's going backwards now, unfortunately. 
but we have fought and died and had soldiers die and we've had people that are slaves and that was never deserved to be and we had just indians die from white men and you know there's all this shit and it sounds like a democratic thing i'm saying but all these things are true it's not like they are not true we have had slaves we have had indians be murdered and killed and their land taken and to this day, you know, we still have land taken. The government's still doing it. They're, this 30 on 30 plan that Joe Biden's trying to do, it's not Joe Biden, it's a deep state. They want to take land. They want to take people's land. They want to do all this shit. It's going to be the next generation of land uh, land grabs. I mean, it is. And, and it's not just land grabs. It is, it's just another way of controlling people more uh, without it being so visible right now. But they're using COVID to do it, and they're using all this stuff. So... When you look at this Jeffrey Epstein thing, where highly high-profile people are involved, you have to say that obviously it's probably going to be corrupt. I mean, if we all believe that Epstein was murdered, right. which I think many people do, and the same prosecution that is over this case was over the fact that they did nothing about right, that, right. then you got to say, well, damn, I mean, that sounds pretty corrupt to me, and... I can't wait for the outcome of this and throughout this process. We're not going to do an episode every day on this probably, but but I am curious as to who they bring in, and like what they how say, many names they talk what about. What they say and what they don't say, what's yeah. put in you know, to testimony, what's not. I mean, that makes a huge difference in the way this whole thing goes. Well, the interesting thing is like just looking up, like I guess they have reporters in the courtroom and that's kind of um, – what we try to do is kind of read the trans well, the, as many of the transcripts as you can. But the thing is, is, like, there's really not a lot that's being reported or said um, about what's. I mean, you've got entire days in the courtroom, right? And just we did the podcast. We we wrapped up basically 30 minutes of what was said in the courtroom today. 20 minutes. You know, it was the pilot. Didn't really say a whole bunch. Mentioned Bill Clinton's name once. You got this this uh, this victim number one, known as Jane, that kind of came in and talked about what happened between Maxwell and and Epstein and how she was involved in that a little bit. But um, I think that's going to be much of the same throughout this case. They're just going to kind of get through everything. Hey, you just say how she was involved and how she molested you. Yeah, it doesn't okay, matter she, about these other important people. Yeah, don't bring them up. And I, I will be, I will be. Well, see, but here's the thing. They don't have to bring up other people that molested her or or these victims because it hasn't. There's not their to case. Do with them, yeah, it's not their case. Yeah. This is her case. Yeah, that's what we I was talking you, about with Kyle. Yeah, same we, thing. We want you to say what she did to you. Yeah. We don't care we don't about care what Bill Clinton about, or yeah, any of those other people. We want to know what says. she did. It's she's the one on trial, not any of these other people. Yeah, you're right. Yep. And so, unless one of these other people are brought to trial, you're probably not going to hear about them. Um, so they just want a fall guy, which she needs to fall. She's you know she's a pedophile. Um, but just don't expect this case to bring anything new that you didn't know before or, you know, whatever. I mean, don't think it's going to, there's some public corruption that's going to just blow everything wide open. That's not going to happen. That's the exact reason this prosecution team is over this. Right. Because maybe if it was another prosecution team, maybe they would be like, heck, you know, you just tell about, tell me about your whole experience. What happened after you got on the plane? What, you know? Tell me step by step what went on, you know? Yeah, because the defense is not going to object to, right. like, uh, the prosecution saying, well, who else molested you besides her? Yeah. Because, you know, the prosecu- or the defense will be like, yeah, see, see, she was being molested by all kinds of people, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. And they would try to use that to her defense. Yeah. Um, 
hell, I mean, they could probably possibly even use powerful people to her defense by saying that these people forced her to do shit or something. You know, I, I yeah. don't know. But I'm just saying, prosecution ain't going to bring it up. No. It would be interesting to be in this courtroom and just I know. I wish see how we this, could just watch it. Yeah, see how this whole thing plays out. But unfortunately, we're not going to be able to. Ugh, corruption <laughs> at its finest. Yeah. And we're about to see it. But, you know, if she gets prosecuted, I mean, she's being prosecuted. If she gets found guilty, she goes to jail for life, it's not going to prove anything. It's not going to prove anything. It's not going to disprove it. We obviously know there were elite and po- politicians and powerful people that were involved in this. And this case, in my opinion, we're not ever going to see that. I will be hella surprised if they bring someone else into this. Unless right. unless there's someone powerful that they want to fall yeah. for whatever reason. All right. Let me ask you a question real quick before we go. So if Epstein was still alive and he was going to trial... Would it be the same thing as what we're facing now? Would they be like, you know what? It has nothing to do with these elite people. This has to do with you and what you did to these girls. Nobody else. Or would it be like, well, no, you trafficked these girls to these guys. So these guys' names should come up in public. And maybe that's why they took him and not her. Because in his trial, they knew those names were going to come up. Obviously, he was the ringleader. Obviously, he was right. the main dude over everything. And if you're going to try him for some massive thing like that, well, she was involved in it, but not as not as on, on the detail and level as he was from the very beginning. I think it'd be hard or impossible not to bring in co-conspirators. I mean, that's, that's the thing. These other people should be co-conspirators, period. Yeah. They're not being tried, though. And I don't think anybody ever will be. Um, I think it would have already done. Unless she says she set up these meetings and not him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Just to bust other people, but I don't think she would ever do that. Yeah. I I, I just think it was too risky to bring in the main goat to the party. Mm -hmm. You know, the the greatest pedophile of all time. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't bring him in to trial because, you know. Who knows? The power, influence. Mm-hmm. You know, he had relationships with these powerful people. Well, and, I'm sure she did too. Yeah, yeah, she did. But I just think it was too risky. He might have had something out with somebody, one, a couple of them that you know he was going to make sure that he was going to bring people down with him when he, you know, when he went down. However, that may be, he would have had more resources and money than she would have, even though she's spending seven million dollars on mm-hmm. on a defense. But he probably would have spent thirty million. You know? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, he had over $600 million in trust. Yeah, but we have to remember that she was his, like, 
lover, friend, partner, whatever. Yeah. So even though he's dead, I would assume that she still wants to protect his image and his integrity. <laughs> so maybe she would like say, listen, I don't care. I'm going to bring these people. If I'm going down, but we they're also, going down. But we also don't know. Also, don't know. you know, she might have agreed to something to even be brought to in yeah. and, and so on and so forth. Or they said, hey, look, you know, if, if you don't agree this shit, we're going to kill you. And Epstein may have not agreed to something and said, no, I'm bringing people down with me if I go, you know, whatever. Who knows? Mm, I doubt he didn't agree if he I knew don't he was going to be murdered. Well, he, he, didn't, he may not have known. You know, he may have thought that was just bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. It, you just, we just don't know. It, yeah. it's, it's a big, obviously there's a conspiracy here. There was a conspiracy for years that the media, by the way, the media lied about for years and years and years mm -hmm. and covered up and saying, oh, this is a, some big conspiracy pedophile ring. I literally remember when they were talking about this big conspiracy theory that Alex Jones and all these people were pushing of uh, mm -hmm. this elite pedophile ring. And I swear to God, I mean, it wasn't even that long ago. I mean, you know, he was, so he was, the first thing was 2009 and it was like 2000 and what was it? Uh, when did he die? I can't even remember the year. I mean, it was like, what, four years ago, five years ago? But anyways, before all that stuff, it was just the media was pushing this like it was some big conspiracy theory. It was, it was all bullshit. And now they want to be quiet about it because they've said this big elite conspiracy theory for so many years. Right. And now it was true. I and mean, I just wonder how many people in the world believe this conspiracy theory that he molested over 61 million uh, women. Well, that's not a conspiracy theory. Women. That's a fact now. Yeah. That he, you know, molested sixty over 61 girls and, and that's just him, trafficked them to elite people in the world. What do you mean? Who, who believes that? I mean, it's a fact now. I mean, there's 61 people that have got funds from this f legal fund. Yeah, or but whatever. it's not, not legal been fund, brought to trial. No, it hasn't. But when you get paid off because you know it's true, then, you know, that's pretty much saying, yeah, there was at least 60 something. Mm -hmm. You know, who the hell knows how many? Because, I mean, like I said, we said on last night's podcast, there was... There was girls from all around the world involved yeah. in this. I yeah, mean, th all th over the world. Part yeah. of those conspiracy theories, quote unquote, back in the day, were the fact that he was flying to Paris and all these other places, yeah, and, and their parents were there. coming. Yeah. And sometimes their parents would come with yeah. them. That, that's the funny thing is like when the pilot said, "Oh well, I, I didn't really see a lot of times or ever that there were minors yeah. without their parents." But these, there was a lot of these times that these parents were being paid for their kids, and these these parents were willingly. Yeah. Giving up their but kids. But a lot to of times pedophiles. these parents thought that it was for like a Sometimes. modeling career or something else that was going on. But but a lot of people that actually was that was kind of whistleblowers back in the day said there were a lot of parents that willingly knew that their kids were being sex trafficked. Well, that's just sick and they need to be in prison. And they were making shit tons of money off their girls. That's though. sick. Uh, well, I mean, but sex trafficking happens all the time. It happens in Mexico. It happens. You oh, know, I they, know. They do and it all it's the time. all sick. And it's it happens sick. in this country on a daily oh, basis. I know. There are, uh, you know, there are you houses. Think, you think about all these missing kids in the United States and in the world. Yeah. You know, they're a not, lot of them are they're not all dead. No. They're in self, you know, they're in the sex trafficking It happens all world. the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sex traffickers have ways of doing things. Uh, I actually was just reading a thing the other day. This girl came out of the, she had, um, well, it was her 16-year-old daughter. Got her, she, she had a car or whatever. Um, she had just got a car like a month before this. She went to the mall, and she had noticed the girls, which she didn't pay any attention to at first. But when she had went into mall to the mall with these other – she was with her two friends. She went into mall, and she had noticed these two foreign dudes. I don't remember like mm -hmm. what – but like kind of staring at them from like two parking rows across. And she mm -hmm. didn't think anything of it. Anyway, she came outside. They went shopping for like an hour or something. And when they came out, 
Um, no one was there. You know, there, she didn't see the guys, obviously. But as they were driving, uh, she did notice a car that was kind of following them once they got out of a certain area or whatever. Uh, it was following them. And then they get on this, like, two-lane road and notice that same car, which is like they were six miles from their, from where the mall was at this time, heading to their house. Mm-hmm. Notice that this car was still behind them and was starting to aggressively come up behind them. Mm. So they called the police because they were thought someone was following them. And so the police were actually luckily close by and um, got up on, on, I guess they had their blue lights on coming up the road. This car dipped out, never found the, per- the people that were following them. But what they did find was a... Um, some kind of little X sticker on the back of their car they never had. And so what these traffickers do is they'll put these tags on young girls' cars. They'll they'll watch for these young girls. They'll put a tag on the car. And then whoever is responsible for, like, rounding these girls up mm-hmm. or kidnapping them, they'll mm-hmm. go through the parking lot and see if there's that tag on their car. And if there is, they will wait or sl- wait somewhere to f- follow them and then try to ram them off the road or some other shit to to kidnap them. This is happening across the country. Um, there is, it's a very, there are, I mean, it's a coordinated thing. I yeah, mean, and these people are not, yeah. these people are not dumb and it is, it's very reminiscent of like, um, taken, you know, the movie, mm-hmm. uh, that shit happens and it happens in the United States. And it's it not happens just overseas. a lot more than what we know or even hear about. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's and, tons of girls. You know, and, I wish they would show more of that in the media and show like every day, oh, you know, there's a hundred girls missing from Utah today or whatever. Like we don't know. Yeah. Because they don't they don't tell us this in the media, you know? No. No, they don't because I mean they all they want to talk about is the, the same bullshit as you, as they usually do. But this is what happens and, and I you know, I encourage all of you to have daughters that are young and especially younger younger girls that, you know, you gotta be careful of that shit. Even if you're a parent, they can mark your car. Um, especially if you're a female parent and you have a kid that's like 12, 13, whatever, you just got to watch, man. Nowadays you, you got to look everywhere and hate to say it, but with the border filling up, I mean, we, we've, we have more people in this country right now that we have zero clue who the hell they are. There are are millions of people coming across our border and it's not just from Mexico. It's not just from South America. There are people flying from all over the world going to certain countries and then just coming in. Like many of these are traffickers, drug, drug traffic, drug traffickers, people traffickers. And by the way, these people that are coming from Mexico and El Salvador and all these other places, they're expert human smugglers. This is what they do. And, and by the way, the, the, the biggest countries for sex trafficking, some of them is Mexico, uh, some countries in South America, Ecuador, all those, they are huge in sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. And so now we have all these people coming in. Yep. And 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 this is the thing that the, the government or the media damn sure don't tell you is, nope. is the real risk of what's actually coming across the board. It's exactly. not just terrorist attacks. It's not just drugs. It's no. sex trafficking. Because you think if they do that and they're experts over in their country, yeah. they're going to come and infiltrate our country and do the same thing. Yeah, not just with fentanyl, but with, with taking your kids. With and, our kids. Yeah. And that's not just girls either. It's boys too. Yeah, because they make they a lot of money. They traffic a lot of kids. kids. And look, yeah, and, and the thing is, is that we don't know how many of these people are connected with elites and, you know, who whoever else. I mean, we just don't know. And so it's a dangerous world. And that's why a lot of times on this podcast, we encourage for you to carry a weapon and get a concealed carry permit, you know, do things that, you know, depend less on society, depend less on going to big department stores and letting your kids do shit. Like, I mean, it's just a different world than we live in nowadays. And I'm not saying you can't live your life, but you also have to live prepared and you got to live 
you got to know your surroundings at all times. And that's something I would always be teaching my kids. Mm-hmm. On and a I'll daily just give basis. a shout out to some of those apps out there that you can track, you know, your kid, your husband, your wife at all times. You know how fast they're driving, where they're driving. Yeah, maybe they'll sponsor us. Um, first, yeah. <laughs> how much battery they have left on their phone. I mean, it's a really good tool to have if you have children. Yeah. So, for sure. Um, no, I, I agree. Apps are great. And, um, you know, there's, there's things you can do just to make sure your kids are safe. And, and this is just one case. This, this is just Lane Maxwell case. The reason that it's even in the news at all is because it it involves elites, elites, even though that's also why they are kind of skipping over the fact that (laughs) this is, could be one of the biggest cases ever. It would have been if Jeffrey Epstein would have been in, but now it's Mm -hmm. Maxwell. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to just brush this off. It doesn't fit their narrative. It, It involves people that also pay these networks to report things that they want to be reported. And so obviously they're not going to talk about this shit. They, these news agencies are, are paid millions of dollars and funded by the deep state. And the same way China funds their media, the same way they control their media, same way North Korea controls their media, it's the same way our government now controls most of our media. And, you know, I've heard people say, oh, what do you what do you watch? Fox News? I'm like, yeah, well, I do watch (laughs) if if I watch a news channel, it's Fox. And I'm not saying everything Fox says is, is true, but it's just everything everybody else says is just all propaganda. And, you know, we you can't really say Fox News is propaganda because they, they, they're not involved in the deep state, obviously. They are they go against everything the deep state stands for, most of them. And there's even some people on Fox that are still kind of like yeah. on that side. And, and that's why... On the fence. That's why, like, Tucker Carlson, for example, he's he created the Daily Caller, which is a, a news website. I, I didn't even know this, but he created it, like, I guess a few years back. And, um, and I think you're going to start seeing, once you start seeing people like uh, Hannity, Tucker Carlson, um, things like that kind of start disappearing from Fox, um, you're going to start seeing Fox being infiltrated, I believe, especially once the, um, founder and, uh, or not the founder, but the, uh, the guy that owns Fox, like mm-hmm. Rupert Murdoch, I think is, or is it Rupert Murdoch? Anyways, one of the really old dudes on Fox, he's really old, but once he dies, we'll see what happens with Fox, you know, see if it gets infiltrated as well. Um, Because there's a lot of money that's out there that someone's going to take that over because you only got like one or two. But I have to say that all the ratings with other stations are way down and Fox is way up. They're like number one. Yeah. Yeah. So why would they change a good thing? Oh, because if they get paid the the right amount of money once once the owner dies, I mean the only reason the guy that that is the founder, I guess he's a founder or the the creator of whatever of Fox News. Um, once he dies, you know, and he he believes in the mission to have you know well versed news, not just one sided. And I'm Which sure he's Fox been offered is a little bit one sided, also. Well, yeah, they are. You but, have to I mean, say they it have is. to be at this yeah. point. I mean, it's, you you kind of have to be. Yeah, it's almost like it's. This or this. <laughs> That's the only thing that a certain amount of people in our country have mm-hmm. is, is that and Newsmax yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But um, I'm not a big fan of Newsmax. Or but you were talking OEM. about a new thing that I think journalists are starting to want to yeah, go like to. Like Hubstack. Yeah, yeah. Hubstack. But, you know, even where they can do real can journalism. Yeah, they can write freely, even though, you know, they're, they're, real journalism is, is tough to say because it's like, what is real journalism anymore? I mean, people don't consider anything real jur- journalism anymore if it doesn't fit their uh, opinion. Mm-hmm. Real journalism is literally looking at a story and reporting the facts. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is nowadays is that who what you're reporting on, if, like facts to people don't matter anymore. Facts are like, I can literally state off statistics on a particular subject, but if they don't, 
if they don't want to believe that, then it's no longer facts for some mm-hmm. reason. It's like, oh, well, no, these are facts. These are numbers from this and this and this. Oh, well, no, that's not facts. That, that's just your opinion. No, it isn't. Here's the numbers. No, sorry. Or you found it from this site or something. You know? Well, even if you find it from the FBI data or the you know All DOJ, right, but data. if you found if you found it from like a right sided place, oh well, you, well, you, you know, you're getting it. your facts from this. Well, that's place, why I don't. You know? Yeah, that's why I usually don't cite facts. If I'm if I'm like a, if if we had somebody on the podcast, I'm debating somebody about something. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to find facts on Fox or whatever because right. I don't think because that's going to hold no weight. I'm right. going to try to find facts on actual government things, even though you know shit. A I lot of that's weighted too. Yeah, but nowadays it's waited for whatever I'd be arguing yeah, against. against. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it, it gives them credit, I guess. Um, but, yeah, so I think that's all we have for today on this Ghislaine uh, Maxwell trial. I mean, obviously it's corrupt. I, I don't think you're going to see anything come out from any elites in this case. I think they're going to try to put her down. They're going to do what they can to close this case and this chapter of the Epstein thing. They they want to use Ghislaine Maxwell to close the chapter on this to where no one ever hears about it again. You're not even going to hear much about it on mainstream media. Nope. And uh, it's sad and unfortunate, but I think that's just the way it is, guys. If if you're if you're coming to us and listening to the the trial, um, go listen to some of our other podcast episodes. I mean, we talk a lot about the corruption that happens on a daily, yearly monthly every second basis in this country uh from our government and this is something that we're fighting we're fighting we're fighting in 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 reality we're fighting tyranny we're fighting against communism and socialism socialism and communist socialist communist uh that's really what is trying to be implemented um they control the information now uh you know twitter speaking of which twitter has a new ceo uh Mm -hmm. jack dorsey stepped down Mm -hmm. he uh one of the first things he was quoted in saying that the first amendment does not apply on twitter (laughs) <laughs> so um, that's basically just saying uh, we don't give a shit about your First Amendment. It, it is our platform, and um, we are not bound by anything to care about your First Amendment. That's literally what he said. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this guy has said some crazy shit in the past that people have already brought up. So this guy's actually probably going to be worse than Jack Dorsey, which is why I don't even get on Twitter. I actually just... This I went could on, be a whole new podcast. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we, we went on Twitter, or I went on Twitter the other day, and I just saw that. I guess people have been tagging us, which we don't have a lot of followers on Twitter because we never go on there. But people tag us in certain things. I was mm-hmm. reading through stuff, and I was like, well, I didn't see any of these. Um, but yeah, if you want to find us, we're mostly on Facebook. Go check us out there. Uh, we do have a social media platform, which, um, I'm but, working on still, but yeah. I think we should have it out. I might just release it tonight, but you got to go to our Facebook, like our Facebook page. I may release it tonight. If you guys have issues, don't bitch and tell me anything because <laughs> it needs, it, it really needs a little more time, but I still want people to come on the platform and try it out. And so the only way you're going to find the new uh, our new social media platform launching is by coming to our Facebook, liking our Facebook page, and um, and you'll see it there. So if we get enough likes on our Facebook page, then we'll release the social media. Ooh. And then we'll okay. see. We'll just see what happens. I mean, there's going to be some bugs and issues, um, and mostly a little bit on the sign-up process, but uh, I think those are things we can fix pretty easily. That's what we're trying to do now. Um, but we, we but really I don't think it's need... going to be any worse than some of the other things that were tried out and were like major no. fails. No, once you're in, no, but once you're in, you're going to be fine. Once yeah. you're in the platform, everything I works it was, great. It was pretty easy for me when I signed up and did all that thing. Yeah, it has everything Facebook does for the yeah. most part. I mean, you can't live stream or anything. Um, there's a couple of things that we have disabled, such as like videos. 
Like you can't like post long videos in there because I mean we we are you know we're not rich and loaded. Yeah, we, we don't, don't have, have storage. <laughs> yeah, we don't have tons of storage. But um, but depending on how the platform goes and 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 all that is is you know how it'll all work out. So um, so go like our Facebook page, check us out, um, give us some good ratings wherever you listen to us at, and um, and I think that's about it. We're, we'll definitely touch base back on the Ghislaine Maxwell case. As we get more information, we're probably not going to do it every day, but we'll keep you guys updated. And I'm sure we are bound to see something corrupt come from this very, very soon. So just stay tuned. And uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to have, I think our next podcast is going to be about the Waukesha um, Christmas Parade and what is really behind that because uh, the media is not talking about that either. They're blaming that on a car, not a person. <laughs> so um, that'll be probably one of our next one, guys. But until next time, we love you. And uh, bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.